Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Ladies and gentlemen, you tuned in. New episode, Music is Love Language. I'm your host, Clint Coley. No AKAs. Let's just get right down to business. Uh, before we get down to business real quick, by the time you hear this episode, um, we're doing uh, Baltimore is Sunday, November 5th. So let me give you all the next couple of dates that I'm doing. Baltimore, November 5th. Uh, November 12th is Boston. Uh, November 19th is Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, November 29th is Detroit, Michigan. Uh, November 30th is, uh, what is November 30th? Uh, November 30th is Louisville, Kentucky. November, uh, December 10th is Indianapolis. And December uh, 15th through the 16th is Fort Worth, Texas. Now, a lot of people ask Clint, man, yo, where the other cities at, man? Like, yo, listen, I'm doing maybe like five to seven dates in January and February. And then I'm going on a whole nother half of this tour on between uh, between March and June. But that's it. Oh, and also make sure y'all continue to watch the special. Again, we are at over 200,000 views. Can't thank y'all enough for y'all support. I appreciate it. Um, but let's put this shit over the top. I need to get to a million. I'm not even going to lie to you. All right, here we go. Today's episode, you know, um, I'm not going to lie. These have become some of my favorite episodes to do, all right? My favorite episodes to do are the year in R&B and the year in hip-hop, all right? So a lot of times I take years in R&B and hip-hop and I go, I turn back the dial to like the 90s. I've been turning back to the dial to the early 2000s, but I'm going to do something recent. Right. So in the last episode of the podcast, I was talking about a few, uh, not a few, but one album that came out in 2016, which was uh, We Are King. Right. King by King. And I had to go back to 2016 and I realized 2016 might have been the best year in music between 2010 and 2020, in my opinion. 2016, when I'm looking at the roster of hip-hop and R&B albums, 2016 was, to me, I mean, don't forget, that's damn near the halfway point of the decade. That was, to me, uh, the best year in hip-hop and R&B throughout that decade. Now, just to give y'all some some context of where I was at during that time, uh, 29 years old, on the road with D.L. Hughley. Now, I'm full-fledged, like, ingratiated in the culture of stand-up. At that point, I think I was nine years in. And um, I'm not gonna lie, yo. This year was the soundtrack. That this 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 year was a pivotal point for me in my comedy career. I'm getting ready to go into my tenth year as a comedian. Um, this was 2016 was the first year that I went viral. 2016 was the first time I went viral. If y'all, if y'all ever know, uh, y'all remember the videos where you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, if men told the truth. Um, I was in the car with this one young lady, shout out to Dawn Raven, and I was like, look, I want a girl who's fucking, I want a girl who's not with God, blah, 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 changed my career, so, uh, and these, these, these albums and these songs were the soundtrack to that, uh, so let's start off with, to me, th- we're gonna start with hip-hop, and I'm gonna start off with the best hip-hop album that year, uh, but it wasn't really an album, it was a mixtape, Coloring Book by Chance the Rapper. Now, let's have this conversation about Coloring Book. They say it's a mixtape. I'm going to, you know, if you say it's a mixtape, I mean, whatever, right? But there are certain mixtapes to me that you know how I feel about mixtapes, right? You know, classic album, championship ring, classic mixtape is an Olympic medal. 
but there are only a few mixtapes that deserve the right to be a championship ring. Of course, the first one is so far gone. But the, another one to me is Coloring Book by Chance the Rapper. This is a bona fide ring. I'm gonna, I ain't going to lie to you. I had no idea who Chance the Rapper was at that time. Now, I know a lot of y'all probably like, oh, man, you ain't hear acid rap, blah, 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 blah. I did, but I did not care about it. I did, but I did not care about it. So to me, for a lot of y'all, Chance the Rapper didn't come out of nowhere. A lot of y'all was like, yo, I've been up on this guy, and now you know he's taking his career to the next level. For me, it wasn't really an introduction, but it was a situation where I'm like, yo, who the fuck is this? Who is this? And again, I heard the name before I listened to a couple of tracks. Again, I wasn't really that impressed. But by the time it got the coloring book, I literally was in my head like, yo, who is this? And let's talk about who he had on the mixtape. That's another thing. We're talking about a mixtape, but you got Lil Wayne. You got 2 Chains. Nigga had Kirk Franklin. How the fuck you get him? How did you get Kirk Franklin and and how did you get GP on the <laughs> Nigga Chance the Rapper had GP on the album. GP, are you with me? Yes, they was on coloring book. Uh, what's some of my favorite tracks on the album? Uh nigga had J Electronica on the album. Where the fuck did you find him at? He had, yo, I, I where where's my other phone? I gotta go. I, Damn, usually I got my other phone. You know what? Oh, got my tablet, baby. <laughs> um, let me, let me, let me, let's go to this album real quick, man. Let's go to this album real quick. Let's go to the album. Who else did he have on this jaw? This shit is crazy. Uh, yeah, I remember he had uh he had uh what's his name? Big Baby Drum on the album. Uh or whatever he called himself, or whatever he calls himself now. Um oh, I don't got Apple Music. Oh, I can still search though. Uh, let's see, Chance, Chance, okay, here we go, Coloring Book, all right, what's on this, who's on this album, Lil Wayne, Chew 2 Chains, Kanye West, Jeremiah, Saba, Young Thug, Lil Yachty, Justin Bieber, like, <laughs> Future, J Electronica, T-Pain, Kirk Franklin, Todd Dollarson, BJ the Chicago Kid, Anderson Pack. Like, yo, he got, he got, he got people on this album. I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe No Name was on this album too. If I'm not mistaken, I believe No Name was on this album too. Uh, which she dropped the project this year. I'll get to that in a second. But yeah, man, he got some names on this album. Now, my favorite song on this album by far is Juke Jam. That's my favorite song on the album. Now, the reason why it's my favorite song on the album because I remember as a kid uh, going to, you know, we, you know, he says, we used to roll at the ring. I, me too. Me, me too. Me too. Me too. I used to, I used to, I used to go to the, I used to go to the roller skating rink. If you from Philly, we went to, I went to Wow. I went to Wow. Skating rink. Getting wallies. On a little bridge. Between the skating rink and, and the gaming floor. I remember getting to Wally with a throwback jersey on. It was fake, but it was <laughs> it was fake, but it was mine. Uh but yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, but uh coloring book is for sure a ring. We're talking um move the genre forward. We're talking test of time, we're talking track listing, we're talking impact, and we're talking influence. Coloring book meets all five, in my opinion. No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, I believe Coloring Book was the first mixtape to win a Grammy. If I'm not mistaken, I don't want to be wrong. Hold on, let's 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 check, let's fact check this. Coloring book, chance the rapper. Um, let's see what we got here. Wikipedia. Uh, Grammy Award for Best Rap Album. Grammy Award for Best Rap Album. Yes, it was also the first streaming only album to ever win a Grammy. That's big. 
That's how you move the genre forward. That is big. The only, the, the first one, not the only one, I'm sorry. But yes. And then I'm looking at what, what the critical reception was. Everybody's giving it five stars, four and a half stars. Um, uh, yeah, this is, this is incredible. This is incredible. This, this, this was, this was, wait a minute. I'm looking at Ha Ha Davis is on the album. How the hell he get on here? <laughs> like, how the hell he get on here? Speaking of uh, rap or comedians being on albums, I'm not going to let the cat out the bag just yet. But I'm here to let y'all know you might or you may see me or hear me on an album coming soon. That's all I'm going to say. And when the album come out, y'all going to be like, good job, Clinton. That's it. I'm going to be like, good job. Good job. But that's neither here nor there. Let's keep talking. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So 2016, Coloring Book. Another album. I don't think this album is a ring. But it was the first album where I was like, okay, he might win me back. Now, now, Kanye West dropped five great albums in a row. Four classics, one, one Eastern Conference Finals appearance. So we're talking dropout, registration, graduation, rings. 808s, I liked it. I understood. Y'all didn't like it. Whatever. Finals appearance. Conference finals appearance. My dark and twisted fantasy. Ring. Now. I think after that. If I'm not mistaken. He dropped Yeezus. That shit was cheeks. Yeezus was cheeks. But then. In 2016. Kanye drops the life of Pablo. Now. I don't think the life of Pablo is a ring. I don't think it is. Maybe, maybe y'all, maybe y'all feel differently, but, but to me, the life of Pablo is not a ring. The life of Pablo is a Eastern conference finals, but it lost in six. Like you ever, you ever, you ever see a good Eastern conference finals team, but it's like, ah, they missing that one piece to go over the hump. That to me was the life of Pablo. Great joints. No more parties in LA. Uh, you got the joint. Um, 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 if young Matthew don't beautiful morning. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Like the, the life of Pablo was tough. But for me, I'm like, ah, ah, ah. But it was a great, it to me, it was like, okay, you know, Kanye to me had dropped some bullshit before that, and I was like, all right. You you're gonna win me back. I got a question. I don't let me let me look this up. I gotta see when the bipolar album came out. Now, for us niggas who really got bipolar out bipolar, fuck you. You can make a better bipolar album than that, my guy. All right? Bipolar album was ass. He's like, yeah, what's the album called? Like, hi, I'm bipolar. It's, I like it. And I'm like, okay, me, 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 me too, nigga. <laughs> like, like maybe i might like it I, I don't like it i don't like it i don't like it. hold on let's let's go to kanye west discography let's see what we got here let's see what we got here we got antics kim kardashian we got yeah he fucked kim yeah she was fucking chris paul <laughs> okay um yeah so life of pablo then yay it was called yay it was called Yay. Yeah. It's called Yay. Yay was ass. Okay. It's called Yay. Yay was cheeks. But the life of Pablo. Off the heels of Yeezus. You lost me with Yeezus. You gained me back with the life of Pablo. Great fucking album. The life of Pablo was a great fucking album. Great album. Um, but like I said, yeah, it was missing some things. Uh, and let me let's let's let me real quick, let me go to the track listing on this album. Um, 
I, I think was he I don't know if he was doing this around this time. But I remember when they, do you remember when they was doing like Good Music Fridays or Good Fridays or some shit like that? Where like every Friday he has some, he has some hot shit coming out. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, that, you know. Uh, and I'm looking at the, uh, uh, select, uh, the, the rankings of where the life of Pablo ranked. A lot of, you know, it's crazy. Billboard ranked this number two of the top 50 albums of 2016. Now, do I think, you know, Billboard was sucking up the Kanye? Maybe. Uh, I don't think it was number two, though, in my opinion. I don't. Uh, there's, and I'm, we're talking about overall albums because when I get to R&B, we're in a whole different ball game. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man, I, I think, I think, I think uh, Life of Pablo was good. Life of Pablo was good. I want to know, do y'all think it was a ring? Do y'all think it was a ring? Um, I think it was just short of one. But... Um, he could have, like, here's the thing. I think if he put some of the tracks from Yeezus on Life of Pablo and then take some of the Life of Pablo songs out, I think you guys got something, yay. But that's neither here nor there. Um, Another album I want to talk about in 2016 was, so unfortunately, now, let's have another conversation about 2016. Do y'all remember how many people passed away in 2016? Like, we had a lot of celebrities pass away in 2016. I believe Muhammad Ali died. Fife died. Prince died. Like, motherfucker, what? Let me, let me go to, let me go to, I'm sorry, man. And I, and I hate that we got we to gotta do this. But it, it ties into what I'm getting ready to talk about. Uh, 2016 celebrity deaths. That's the first thing that pops up. That's crazy. So here's who we lost in 2016. David Bowie, <laughs> Prince, Gene Wilder, Fife, Alan Thicke, Maurice White from, from fucking Earth, Wind, and Fire, China from WWF. We lost China, nigga? God damn. Pat Summit, the coach from Tennessee. Man, Arnold Palmer, nigga, we lost Arnold Palmer. Now, some of y'all don't know he a golfer, but for most of us, motherfucker, you know, lemonade and iced tea. Like, we lost, we lost lemonade and iced tea. We actually gained lemonade in 2016, but I'll get to that in the second half. Um, but let's talk. The reason why I say that is because there was an album by a tribe called Quest called We Got It From Here. And it was featuring posthumously for Fife. It's called We Got It From Here. Thank you for your service. Now, I want to tell y'all, that album was fire. That album was fire. Now, again, I, you know, of course, we feel bad. You know, we lost Fife. Um, you know, you know, um, Fife is, 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 I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I, and there's really no words to describe Fife, right? He's a part of, or he's an intricate piece to me in arguably the greatest hip hop group of all time. Um, I don't know who y'all who y'all vote is for the greatest hip hop group of all time, but I'm gonna be honest with you, my, my vote is Tribe Called Quest. Um, I know you know Wu Tang and other groups, but for me, for Clint Coley, uh, the greatest hip hop group of all time is the Tribe Called Quest. For me, for me, I don't. Again, y'all y'all can disagree with me. I, I'm not I'm not mad at that because I'm not mad at if you bring up Outkast. I'm not mad if you bring up Wu Tang. I'm not mad if you bring up you know a certain couple other groups. Now you're not about to tell me Mob Deep is better than these niggas, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, no diss to Mob Deep by the way too. You know, damn Mob Deep just caught a stray. That's fucked up. I didn't have to do that to them. But all right, but yes, we got it from here. Um, I don't want to I don't want to dive too much in on the album. It was it was you know like I said it was a good album. Um, but it, it really, it, it wasn't much they could do, right? They couldn't, they couldn't uh, really, they could promote it, but it just wasn't the same without Fife. What I will say about that album, though, is if I'm being, this was their, this was their first album, I believe, in what, since, since, uh, since, um, this was their first album, if I'm not mistaken, since uh, uh, The Love Movement. If I'm not mistaken, I believe that was their first album since the Love Movement, which was about 20 years. It was about 20 years, if I'm not mistaken. Let me uh let me go to Tribe Called Quest. Um, let's go to their discography real quick. 
Um, let me go. Let me go to the discography real quick. First of all, Tribe Called Quest. I want to be in a hip hop group just so I can take cool photos. They got some cool ass photos, but that's neither here nor there. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Tribe Called. Yes, no. So this was their first. Al- yes, this was their first album since the Love Movement in 1998. So we're talking about a smooth. We're talking about a smooth. 18 years. And then finally, when we do hear a Tribe album, Fife isn't here. And it's like, damn, like, and then also I remember like, you know, I would, you know, they probably would have toured that. We missed, but damn, Fife, we miss you, man. We miss you. All right. Some other albums that came out that year. Uh, Untitled, Unmastered by Kendrick Lamar. Wasn't impressed. I'm cool. But it was the precursor to what we were going to get the following year in Damn. Uh, I believe Damn was either 2017 or 2018, but yeah, Kendrick, miss. Um, For Your Eyes Only by J. Cole. You know, <laughs> you know, I, I like tracks off of For Your Eyes Only. What I don't like is the album in full. So it's like, I like folding clothes. I love Ville mentality. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. I love, there's some joints on J. Cole joint that I like, but for the most part, I didn't like the album. I'm, I'm just going to be honest. Uh, uh, if we're giving it rankings or whatever, or where where I put it at as a ring or blah 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 blah, I think it was it was it was a it was a first round it was a first round it was a first round playoff seed. Um, I'll give it a six seed in the in the first round. Uh, one maybe if it's a best of seven series, it won it won a game like a gentleman sweep. It wasn't you know it was a gentleman sweep. Um, telephone by No Name. Um, I like No Name. Some people don't like her voice or whatever like that, but I like No Name, and I love the Project Telephone. Beautiful project. Again, you know, again, not a ring, but it was a very good project. Now, I don't know if this was an album or if this was a mixtape, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with it. It was an album. I loved it. Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight by Travis Scott. Uh, Blank Face LP by Schoolboy Q. Jeffrey by Young Thugs. Black America Again by Common. Isaiah Rashad, The Sun's Tyreed. I love Isaiah Rashad. I love Isaiah Rashad. And I believe it was on that album or maybe around... These two, these two albums came out around... The, I don't know if they came out around the same time. I don't know which one came first, but I remember SZA was on uh, The Need to Know with Wale. Um, you remember that song? Like, you know, you, you, uh, you need to know. Anyway, long story short, uh, she was she was on the need to know, but she was also on this song called "Stuck in the Mud," and um, and uh, with Isaiah Rashad, and I was that's when I really got put on this uh, uh, scissor. Still brazy by YG, uh, Shrim Life by Ray. Sh- uh, sh- what is it? Ray Schmert, 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 Ray. Sh- is it Ray Schmert? Ray 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 Schmert. I'm, I'm talking to you, Nicole. My friend Nicole always watches, and she lives, she be talking to me in my ear. While we uh, doing pockets, is it Ray Schrimmer? Is it Ray Schrimmer? Is it is it Ray Schrimmer? Ray Sh- Ray Schrimmer? Ray, yeah. All right, yes. But them. All right. Um, Vic Mensa was a was a was a was a uh, was a was a was a sleeper. By the way, but uh, there's a lot going on. And then last but not least, um, and again, I skipped over some albums, but these were the main ones that I that 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 really stuck out. The last one I'm going to talk about is Views by Drake. I'm going to tell you this. You can get mad at me all you want, Drake fans, but Views by Drake was his last great album. Since then, and I dug more life after that, but since then, I have not liked the Drake album. Views was his last great album in my opinion. Do I think Views is a ring? That's a good question. I got a question for y'all. Is Views a ring? That's what I want to know. Now, again, came out 2016, been out for seven years. And again, by my criteria, again, you can have your own criteria. But for me, test the time, move the genre forward, impact, influence, and of course, um, 
uh, the track listed. I'm going to say this. For me, it does meet the impact. I remember Views having a strong impact when it came out. Um, then also, of course, it stands the test of time for me. Um, love, love, I still go back to that album today and I still bang it. But now the question is, does it do the other things in my opinion? Is Views by Drake a ring? I loved Views. I remember where I was the first time I heard Views. I was doing a show in Pittsburgh. And I never forget, girl I was dating at the time, no bullshit. I'm doing the show in Pittsburgh. Girl I was dating at the time, she, was take, she took a shower, but she took a poop in the john. And then I go after her to go take a shower and go do whatever I need to do. And what do I see in the motherfucking toilet? A log. And I, I ain't never been more turned off in my life. I saw a log. Like, you know, some, you know, I ain't never seen women poop. I don't know what women, like, and when I say women poop, like, I've never seen, like, feces of, of what y'all do. I know me, sometimes I'll be, you know, this is, this isn't the poop podcast. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. But I remember listening to that album, flushing the toilet, and then taking a shower. Thankful, 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 thankful. You just want to be somebody. Faithful, 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 faithful. Like, yeah. You would think it's all mine the way I took it. Yes. Anyway. But that was my last, that was my last good album, Drake. Um, with these kind of with this, with this, this lineup of 2016 and hip hop. Now, there is one album, so this will be the bridge between me talking about hip hop and going into RB. Malibu by Anderson Pack. Is that a hip hop album or is that an RB album? We can discuss. But the next album I'm getting ready to talk, or the album I'm about to talk about right now, is Malibu by Anderson Pack. Let's talk about it. Real quick, before I get into Anderson Pack's album, you already knew it was coming, man, just in case you like to skip the, uh, skip the shit in the beginning. Here we go. Uh, November 5th, Baltimore, Maryland. November uh, 12th, Boston, Massachusetts. Ooh, excuse me. November 19th, uh, we're in uh, Providence, Rhode Island. November uh, 29th, we're in um, uh, Detroit. November 30th, we're in Louisville. December 10th, we're in Indianapolis. December 16th, 15th and 16th, we're in Fort Worth. All right. Um, also, don't forget to to, to please, uh, don't forget to please, um, don't forget to please, um, I'm sorry, I was giving my friend a thumbs up, man. She showed me some fire sneakers. Uh, don't forget to please do me a favor and um, stream the comedy album or stream the comedy uh Stream the comedy specials on YouTube to uh, over 200,000 views. All right, let's get to Anderson Pack. So, Anderson Pack 2016. Let's 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 start here. So, I knew about Anderson Pack. I liked Venice. And in 2016, I never forget I seen Anderson Pack at the Palladium in Hollywood. When I tell you, first of all, he brought out Stevie Wonder and Busta Rhymes. Like, this was a crazy-ass fucking concert. Never in my life have I seen somebody play the drums and sing at the same time. Doom, 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 doom. And on top of that, I talked about King in the last episode... King opened for Anderson Pack that same that same that same show. So you got King and then you got Anderson Pack. You got two rings on the same stage because King dropped the ring that year too. I told y'all that in the last episode. I'm telling you that again. King dropped the ring. But let's go back to Anderson Pack's Malibu. Anderson Pack's Malibu is a bona fide ring. It is a bona fide 100%, no ifs, no ands, no buts about it. I'm going to go ahead and say Malibu is a masterpiece. Now, it's one thing to say an album is classic. It's another thing to say that an album is a masterpiece. To me, Malibu was a masterpiece. 
here's why. We're talking musicianship. We're talking the fact that Pat can't sing for real, for real, but he can sing. He can't rap for real, for real, but he can rap. It's almost like this guy gave us some shit that I, it was some shit I'd never heard before. It was different. It was a new take on what music was giving us at the time. Like people be telling me that certain genres are dead and blah, 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 blah. Then that means you ain't heard Malibu. Malibu is a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Some of my favorite songs, uh, you know, are on that album. Like, the crazy thing is, like, the hit single, of course, Come Down, which they was playing it all over the NFL network and stuff like that. I'm like, nah, dog. Like, is there some joints on there? Like, what's my favorite joint on there? Uh, the joint with Schoolboy Q. The joint with Schoolboy Q. Uh, what's, what's the joint? Uh, um, 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 mm. I'm playing the song, the song in my head right I'm only want to waste the time. It's yours. It's mine. Only look at the time. So precious. It's yours. Now, nah, you know I like, <laughs> I love that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, first of all, by the way, as a DJ too, I be playing that. I be playing that in the club. I mix it. I mix it, or I, I take the beat away, and then I put on "Just Got Paid" Friday night. Same, I use that beat, those lyrics. Every time I put that on, crowd goes nuts. Crowd goes nuts. I just want y'all to, I just want to throw that out there. DJs, if you want to, you want to get your little fancy mix bag, boom, doom, 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 doom. Use Serato stems. Okay. Another bona fide ring that year. A seat at the table by Solange. Let me tell y'all something. If you want of if you want a vivid look into the life of a soft, simple but everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Still like let me rephrase this. Fellas. If you really want to understand black women, go listen to a seat at the table. I tried to drink it away. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. I don't even know what the fuck cranes in the sky really mean. I'm going to be honest with you. To me, I thought that means there was babies coming everywhere. <laughs> but um, a seat at the table is a bona fide ring. Uh, I'm gonna even go down to the. I'm gonna even go down down to the album cover. I mean, I mean, Solange. Here's the thing, too. Can I ask y'all a question? When a seat at the table came out, did y'all expect that from Solange? And I'm not saying that Solange is ass. I never. I think she can sing beautiful music. I mean, of course, oftentimes she gets paired, compared to her sister, which is unfair. But it to me that was like, yo, I'm totally different from my sister. But I'm going to make some classic shit that you're going to remember me for. That's what I felt about a seat at the table. It was like, yeah, my sister got great shit. My sister's the great, one of the greatest R&B artists of all time. But I'm going to make my stamp in R&B. And sis, you did that with a seat at the table. Cranes in the sky. Nigga, don't touch my hair. Nigga, don't you know how many black women say that shit at a, at, at at work? With what? Nigga, don't don't touch that shit. Man, that was a powerful album. That was a nigga. She had then the interludes on the album. Hold on, hold on, man. Hold hold up, cause I remember on that joint she had like who's on that Master P? Nigga, what man? Nah, man. Nah, man. Nah, man. Let me let me go to this. Let me go to this album. Nah, man. Did it win a issue, man? Woo! I'm I'm getting chills talking about this. Yeah, she got a bunch of interludes. Um. Uh. Um. I mean, uh, Tina taught me. Dad was mad. I mean, I, I, I you know. And this is the crazy thing too, right? This is how I know a seat at the table was a ring. 
Can I tell y'all this? The reason, the main reason, outside of how good it was, right? The main reason for me why a seat at the table is a bona fide ring is because this album wasn't for black men, but I could relate. I could understand. It wasn't for us. Fellas, the album was not for us, but we understood. We got it. We like, you know what? You right. You right, sis. You right. I, black women needed that album at that time. That was the best. That's, a, that's, that's really the best part about it. Solange dropped an album that black women needed at the time. If you guys needed a voice of everything that you was going through, and don't forget 2016 was a very, very, very taxing year. We're also talking about race relations and all of those things. And she drops this beautiful masterpiece and finally black women feel seen. Like, it was like, Solange, oh shit, sis. Was this album before or after she beat up Jay-Z in the elevator? <laughs> like, was this before? Somebody somebody looked that up and found it out. When is, is this album, this album was 2016. Was this before or after she beat Jay up in the elevator? Two-piece that nigga. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay. I ain't mean for you to catch a stray, but hey, man, you, we all, hey, man, every, every, most of us men, have gotten beat up, not in the elevator, but you know what? I'm not going to say women beat me, but I have had one woman in particular punch me in the eye. I get it. Elevator happened before. I was just told by my producer in my ear. <laughs> yes, no, elevator. So it happened before that. So it was like, I'm going to beat you the fuck up. Now I'm going to drop some fire. <laughs> Don't touch my hair, Jay. Oh, man. But yes, bona fide 1,000% ring. Now, it's very rare. A fa- I don't think a family's ever had two rings in the same year. Because let's move from Solange. Because to me, I think that was... I mean, I'm not going to say it was the better album. To me, it was. But you can't really compare these two. 2016, we got Lemonade. We got Lemonade too. So we got, we got, we got, so wait a minute. Let's, 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 let's go to the chain of events here. So we get, we get beat you the fuck up in the elevator. We get a seat at the table and then we get lemonade. And in lemonade, this was the first time you ever seen or heard Beyonce was not perfect. Like finally we got the imperfections. She's talking about this nigga doing some shit he wasn't supposed to be doing. Finally, we're look, we get a look at to a couple who's like, nah, nigga, we just like y'all. This nigga got a problem. And if you remember, that album only came out on title. Lemonade didn't was nowhere else. You had to go to title and listen to it. Not only can we talk about the visuals that came with Lemonade too. I remember I used to say Beyonce never had it, didn't have a ring because I said she didn't have a, a thriller. She didn't have, a, you know, she didn't have, you know, Beyonce, that was her second ring because I'm not going to lie. The first one to me was B-Day. I just did. I didn't realize how much of it was a ring until I got older and realized, nah, nigga, B-Day was serious. It was serious. But this is Beyonce's second ring. Her third ring is on the way. Can't call it a ring just yet. It will be a ring in 2020, 2032. Renaissance will be a ring in 2032. Maybe sooner, but yeah. But Lemonade, my God. She wasn't fucking playing with him. She was not playing with him. I... I, I was after I heard Lemonade, I I I was gonna slide in Beyonce DMs like, yo, you you good, sis? <laughs> you need something? I mean, I ain't nothing I can give her, you know. But man, uh, very 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 good content. Um, again, another album black women needed at the time. Another album black. Twenty sixteen was the year of the black woman. If you ask me, now that I think about it, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but I'm not gonna spend too much time on that album just because um, you know, I I I think there's not much for me to say. And again, this album was not for me. Now, we got 
I gave y'all Beyonce. I gave y'all Solange. Nigga, let's go to the third album that dropped that year. Nigga, Anti by Rihanna. R&B is three for three. Sorry, y'all. That's my, that's my, uh, that's my, um, my clock. Not my clock, my calendar. Let me know. I need to post on Instagram, which is stupid. I hate social media. I got to do that, but that's neither here nor there. No, it says edit podcast. I'm here recording, talking to y'all. Anti. Uh, I dig, I just got done talking about this. I've said that Rihanna owes us an album. Uh, it's been a while since we've heard from her, but the last time we heard from her, God damn it. The last time we heard from her on the album, God damn it. So, um, another ring. Uh, you know, as as DJ Khaled. Speaking of uh, DJ Khaled, I believe Major Key dropped that year. Major Key dropped that year. So another one. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I just named three albums. I didn't even name the biggest one. The biggest R&B ring of that year. Do y'all know what to me? To me. Do you know what the biggest? Do you know what the biggest R&B ring was that year? You may not call it R&B. You may call it pop, funk, whatever. To me, it was an R&B album. But this nigga Bruno Mars, 24 Karat Magic. Now, let's have a conversation about that. Boy. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> 24 Karat Magic. Bonafide ring. And I'm not even just talking about the 24 Karat Magic single. I'm talking about dripping with finesse. You know, threw Cardi B on that shit. You know, uh, what else was on that joint? Uh, 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 oh, man, oh, man. Uh, calling all my lovelies and had Holly Berry on the interlude. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. And Holly Berry on it. Remember, he said, uh, what he said? Uh... He said, I got Alicia waiting, Aisha waiting, all the Isha's waiting. No, all the Isha's. <laughs> Versace on the floor. There was another, what was the, what was the, uh, what was the other single on that joint? Um, there, was, there was 24 Karat Magic, and it was the one that came right after it. I believe it's track four on that album. That's what I like. That's what I like. We could go to Puerto Rico anywhere that we go. <laughs> Bruno Mars on 24 Karat Magic, the album, literally said, I'm going to listen to all the 90s R&B albums and I'm going to mesh it all into one album and I'm going to put this shit out. Like that was that that album was refreshing. Right, so we get anti, we get we get lemonade, we get seat at the table. All of these albums that are, you know, I'm not gonna say they're dark, but they have they have serious undertones. And, you know, they're heavy. And in a time, in a, in a, and in a time with that, we got fun. We got fun. That album was fun. Twenty four Karat Magic. The album was fun. That was, and did y'all, anybody go to the concert? The 24 Karat Magic, the, the concert? First of all, he got all him, and what's his dancers called? The hooligans. They all in, in baseball jerseys and shorts and, it's showtime. Showtime. And let's be real. If Bruno Mars wasn't a superstar then, he became one after that. That took, that, that album took Bruno Mars to a brand new stratosphere.
That took him to a whole nother stratosphere. But let's keep talking. More big albums that came this year. Can I give y'all another big album that came out that year? Though I already named, I named four rings in 2016 in R&B. Here's the fifth one. Awaken My Love by Childish Fucking Gambino. Oh, man. I'm going to tell you this. The first time I heard Awaken My Love, I was on. I was coming from set. I was uh, coming from set. I was working on a project that I had written and stuff. It was a short film. And I, this is the first time I heard, uh, if you want it, uh, we can. And I, I was blown the fuck away. But then there's another song on the album called, uh, I think it's called Baby Boy or Don't Take My Love or something like that. Long story short, though, I remember hearing the, there was like a guitar riff, and then it was a, a organ playing after or after the guitar riff. I cried. I don't know what I was in my feelings about that day. I don't know what I was going through that night. Uh, I remember, like, I came home because I was, I mean, like, we were, we were headed back because, we, you know, we worked hard that day. And I just remember hearing that shit, and it was like, it was dark outside. Again, I'm in Atlanta, and wow, man. So we're talking, that's a, that's, we're talking five bona fide powerful albums. And then I'm going to give y'all King, give me King for the sixth one. So we got R&B, we got Malibu, Lemonade, uh, A Seat at the Table, King, Awaken My Love, and Anti. And we ain't in 24 Karat Magic. We ain't even done yet. Because I still didn't mention The Weeknd Starboy. I didn't mention 2088 with Big Sean and Janae Aiko, and I did not mention, oh, I did not mention uh, Black Summer's Night by, by, by Maxwell. I didn't mention Yes, Lord, No Worries, Anderson Pack and uh, what's his name? And, 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 and Anderson Pack and, oh my God, uh, and Knowledge, and Blonde by Frank Ocean. Now, I didn't like Blonde. I'm not going to lie to y'all. But if you want to call it a ring, I'm good with that. Nigga, R&B is an A-plus this year. R&B in 2016 rivals some of the best years of R&B, period. Can we agree with that? So if you want to talk R&B in certain eras, you want to talk 90s R&B, you want to talk maybe R&B in 94, 90, R&B in 90, nigga, R&B in 2016 was insane. We ate that year. We eight that year R&B singers were not coming to play like look at these albums and then you know K. Michelle dropped the album wasn't a big fan of hers but you know gotta give her her flowers alright uh, Black dropped an album that year Gallant remember Gallant oh nigga oh man oh man oh man I'm sorry I missed I, I, I went I, I, I skipped over this I skipped over this. I don't know if this is R&B. I'm going to call it hip-hop. Nigga, Mac Miller's The Divine Feminine. The Divine Feminine. Y'all need to go and listen to that album. If you've never heard Mac Miller's The Divine Feminine, that was, oh man, that's a beautiful body of work. He got the joint with him and Ariana Grande. You don't know how beautiful you are. And baby, that's my favorite part. Man, come on, man. Yo, I'm going to give... I'm not, You know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm not even going to rank... I'm not even going to do hip-hop and R&B. I'm just going to give music. Music in 2016 is an A-fucking-plus. Music in 2016 is an A-plus. No ifs, no ands, no buts. We got fired. Like, and, and again, we always keep hearing this bullshit. This generation, this ain't what it used to be. Blah, 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 blah. Listen, 2016, you know what the best part about 2016 music was? Do you know what the best part about it was? The best part about it was the people that I make this podcast for and that we're talking about this. Yo, we were outside. I mean, and, I, and when I say outside, like, we wasn't outside, like, playing. No, nigga, we was, like, 29, you grown. You grown. I, I live by myself. You grown. You was fucking to this. 
I mean, no, I'm, be, I'm being serious though. I'm being serious. Like we, we, we were outside. I was outside. All night, I've been juking all night. I've been juking all night. I've been juking all night. Yeah, yeah. I was. You don't want to sell fries on the seat. You don't fries on the seat. I don't want to You don't want. I don't trust no one. Like I was outside. <laughs> I was. We was outside in 2016. B. Come on, man. Is you is or is you ain't got gas. <laughs> No IOUs or debit card. I need cash, buddy. That joint, I remember that joint going up at a party. Anyway, that should still go up, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, 2016, uh, hip-hop, R&B. I mean, to me, it rivals 1988. It rivals 1994. It rivals, like, I'm going to put my stamp on that. 2016 is one of the greatest years in hip-hop and R&B of all time. I want y'all to do me a favor and go look that shit up. Go look at what came out in 2016. I can guarantee you, and I'm looking at the list, there are legit... 2016 has about six or seven rings in that year. Six or seven rings of that year. And again, let's, let's, let's talk about them one more time. A seat at the table. Yes. Lemonade. Yes. Malibu. Yes. Uh, 24 Karat Magic. Yes. We Are King. Yes. Anti. Yes. Awaken My Love. Yes. Uh, Chance the Rapper. Coloring Book. Yes. Nigga, that's eight. That's eight. That's eight rings. And views might be nine. That's That's crazy. That's crazy. 2088 was really good, if we being honest. It ain't a ring, but... Yeah. 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 I don't think Black Summer's Night was a ring. I think the first Black Summer's Night was a ring. So the one black... Because you know there's Black Summer's Night, there's black in big letters, then there's summers in big letters. We didn't get night yet, did we? We didn't get the last one yet, did we? Maxwell, what's up? You owe me a fucking album. Yeah. What's up, Maxwell? Where you at, bro? You owe me a fucking album. Please and thank you. All right. I had fun with this episode because this is this this year was fresh in my memory. And then when I went up, when I went back and really like looked at it and really like, you know, you know, you know, figured out like what's, you know, like this, this, this album or this year gave us some really good shit. So. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for laughing. This podcast is over. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.